you know, Al, we've been uh, we've been really hitting our stride with this Resident Evil train. Let's let's just keep it moving, choo choo, choo choo, choo choo. Keep it rolling on through. Oh, hang on. <clears throat> I'm I'm getting a I'm getting some word in my ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. All right. Yes. Uh, I will relay this message that I just received. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the train conductor for the Resident Evil Choo Choo train has said that uh, due to an unforeseen uh, circumstance, they are having to make a stop at this station, and that means the train's not going to be continuing on this week. Oh snap! That's that's a that's a sad thing. I. Ooh, I don't. I don't. You know, we were we were really prepared to talk about uh, Resident Evil Two this week, but uh, I guess if we can't, if the chain the train's not coming, we can't really do anything about that. Mm-hmm. So, if only there's something else that had come out recently that we could talk about, and that mm-hmm. you know we're very known to talk about. Hmm. hmm. Something I have a huge interest in. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I feel like we're going to figure that out along the way here on episode 115 of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Lady M. Hello. And hello, we're here to talk to you about the latest Code Realize Fan Disc. <laughs> yep. Which, yes, we are. Which, of course, came out on like the 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 most perfect day for this to come out on on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was my Valentine's Day date. It was. And now we're gonna we're gonna discuss it the uh, the final chapter in the Code Realize franchise currently. It's sad to say. It is. I uh, I don't want it to go away. I really like it. It's. it's Still, my favorite Atome series it's by a, far. It's 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 how they say a gooden. It's a gooden. Uh, if you are listening to this and this is your first exposure to Code Realize, I would I would implore you to <laughs> pause this podcast, go back and listen to I guess it would be the first time we talked about it, which was the first game. Mm-hmm. You could listen to that. You could listen to the. Uh, our podcast on the anime adaptation mm-hmm. and then you could go listen to the, our podcast on the second fan disc and then you mm-hmm. can come back to this yes and you will have the entirety of the uh code realized lore at your disposal all the lore all the lore <laughs> oh uh so this one this is a weird it's a, it, not really weird but kind of a, a stranger fan disc i guess from the mm-hmm. the first one because we are picking. We are taking things from the set, the first fan disc, uh-huh. incorporating them into this, and kind uh-huh. of making them more canon, while also incorporating new stories as well. Yeah, it was it was odd because I texted you like I think it was yesterday, which I'd been playing it yeah. for a while since it came out last Thursday. Um, I was like, so it seems like they're taking this route from fan disc two and making it more canon. You're like, yeah, seems so, and like. It's it's bizarre, but it's kind of cool because that route's really neat. It, it works in a way. Like it's not to say like this is a bad decision. It's just kind yeah. of strange because they do something similar in the first fan disc, obviously, where you know they have like new stories for the the five main dudes, and then in mm-hmm. this one they kind of just like they do that again, 
but they're going off of a route from the first fan disc instead of kind of continuing on from what they had done already in the first fan disc. It's confusing, but also makes sense if you're following along. Which when you get into a Tomei uh, stuff, it that can really get out of hand very quickly. Yes, it can. Atome um, is wild. Yes. There is uh, no doubt about that. Um, so one of the first things you can do in this is that like they have this new triangle date Triangle function, date feature which where I've... you can go on dates with two people at the same time. Yeah, that I feel like that was kind of the weakest part of this. Uh, it was by far the weakest part of this. Like there's, there's some fun moments in here, but like overall it, it mm -hmm. just felt bizarre. To, it was like, very to weird. Like the only um, the only good things was like there's like a there's hidden hidden stuff in there and like one of them is just like Drakchon talking about how he has to leave and gets real sad and then Cece runs away and he's like oh god I wanted to say bye to Cece before I had to leave and then Cece's like oh, bork bork let me introduce you to my lady and everyone's like whoa <laughs> what you got a girlfriend. That was really good. It was cute. Um, I'm still mad that they won't let me date Watson. <laughs> Look, he's he is very devoted to his wife, his ghost wife. His ghost wife. <laughs> At this point now. <laughs> he's very very devoted. Um, although that was funny because you had um uh, like Hansel, which I was very not expecting those two to be interacting, but Watson just full on goes like dad mode on you and is like. <laughs> Son, no. What are you doing? You gotta keep her purity intact. I feel like Hansel has, like, the most interesting development from the first fan disc <laughs> to this one. Because in the first <laughs> fan disc, he's, like, very much a threat. Yeah. And then in this one, he's just like, hey, I really love sweets. And, I'm like, if you will take me to eat sweets, I'm f***ing in your debt. Like, let's he's hang out and eat some sweets. He's a sweet lover. And, it's hilarious. And now he's Finnis' best friend. <laughs> in his like eyes only. And his eyes only. Finnis is like, I hate this guy so much. <laughs> um, but I mean, it makes sense because like Hansel's entire story is about like the candy house. So yeah, it's just it's just um, like you know if you if you compare these two uh, these two games and just like where the character goes, it's like it's wild. <laughs> it's wild, yes. Like you you really think that uh, he's going to be like a brutal savage person, and then he's like, hey, can I have a muffin? That'd be cool. What about a donut? Can I have some candy? <laughs> Which, like, God, I relate. I just always want sweets. <laughs> and people also can't stand me. <laughs> well, that's that's their own mistake. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't even remember what the third like hidden one was. Wasn't it uh, Alistair? Oh yeah, that was weird. It was. Uh, Nemo and Alistair. It's the first time you see Nemo without his weird glasses, and she's like, "Oh God, he's hot." <laughs> and he's like, "Which like?" He's like, "What? What are you looking at me for?" And she's like, "Oh What's God, wrong? never mind." What's wrong with my face? I want to talk <laughs> like, about science. <laughs> Once he opens his mouth, she's like, "Never mind, you are no longer hot." <laughs> I I have regrets. <laughs> it was very very funny. Um. 
But yeah, the triangle dates were odd. Um, I, I don't know, like, why Coderillas decided, like, hey, you know what we need for the third disc? Threesomes. Like, uh, I don't know about that. We gotta fill um, content for this thing. <laughs> there was the, um, the part about, like, Saint Germain basically, like, trolling Victor because he thought that Victor was a cross-dresser. <laughs> yeah, that and was he, the like, thing. Kept bringing it up, like you know, whatever your interests are, man. Like, you know, just, just keep like, no, it no, 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 no. It's fine. Maybe this dress would look nice on you when they're at the the boutique. <laughs> uh. Um, I think that's one of my favorite parts about like Saint Germain's character development is he's just such a troll. Mm -hmm. Like he's constantly trolling people. It's great. It's so funny because he's actually like the most dangerous person right. of the entire crew and like very serious in his plot lines and um, like could definitely murder you in two seconds. And then, but instead he's like, how about a troll? And then like in, in this uh, in, the, in this fan disc, like a lot of it as well is him getting trolled. <laughs> That's true too. This is real good. Yeah, it's very, very good. So there are good moments for sure. Uh, so, other than that, there is uh, five Christmas dates with the the main dudes again. Mm -hmm. uh, those those all go off of uh, the end of Finnis's route from the first fan disc, so a continuation mm -hmm. of that. And basically, it's like, hey, Christmas is here, and here's what's happening. Yeah, We're going to recap all of Code Realize before you get into this every single time. Every single time. That was so irritating. I'm like, can I not skip this? God, like, please stop. But um, in, in case you missed it or uh, if if you don't feel like going back to the other podcasts, um, the, the finish route ends with them basically, like, moving back into their family house in Wales um, to, to be a family again. And so this is set after that where everybody else is like going their separate ways or is still in London and they're hanging out in Wales and then first Christmas comes along and man, we got to do some romantic for Christmas, right? It's, it's exactly. Mm-hmm. It's what it's there for. <laughs> is it? Yep. Although we did get like a whole explanation of like what Christmas is. Did is, you know Christmas uh, is a Christian holiday? A Christian holiday. Uh. Talks about the birth of Jesus Christ. So uh, each each dude has like their own little spin on things. Um, we have to talk about Lupin's with the the Santa suit and the reindeer real good, outfit. Real good. We have we have to talk about that. Uh, I did Saint Germain's first because I mm -hmm. always want to see what weird and just bonkers stuff they get up to with a wealthy landowner. He's your favorite boy. Um, that one, that one was fun because like, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> it is literally Saint Germain going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> it really is. It's so funny. Like I didn't expect that. No. <laughs> no. Because like he he like at the very beginning he gets summoned by uh, Omnibus and Idea and and she's like, yeah, you kind of prevented things from happening. That's real weird. I. I don't know. You want to go take a break or something? I, I don't know. Let's go take a break. Big vacation time. And he's like, I uh, okay. I don't know what to do with with that, but all right. 
<laughs> and basically it's like him cleaning the mansion a lot him seeing cardi as ghost yeah whoa that was weird that was weird and then like he's just like oh dude i don't know what, what i'm doing i need to, i need to figure <laughs> things out and then he's like oh christmas is coming up what if i throw a party get the gang back together <laughs> and then you know i'm gonna need some help decorating the mansion so what if i call guinevere console <laughs> I was just like, yeah, man, give me sweets. He's like, hey, you got sweets? I am totally down. Whitaker's like, why would you call us here to help you decorate? What are you doing? I love that she takes off the armor, though, to do it. <laughs> She's like, all right, I can't have this armor. I got. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it seriously. <laughs> it's wonderful. It really is. Um that leads to, like, the day of the party coming and, like, a big blizzard is happening and, like, he's all sad because, like, no one's showing up. And he's like, Cece, we have to clean the table because nobody's coming. And then all of a sudden you hear, like, the, the helicopter showing up. Yeah. he's like, oh, I guess they're coming. And then all, and then it just crashes into the house. <laughs> into the house. <laughs> Breaks through a window. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, Impy, Cardia, and Lupin all just like roll out of it like whoops. Hey. Sorry about that. We're here. <laughs> we uh we wanted to give you a good uh entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh Drakjon Delhi comes in and is like, dudes, what's going on here? And Van Helsing's like babysitting. Well, it's Van Helsing and Drakjon come in and they're like, I think there's terrorists in here. We gotta we gotta make sure St. Germain's okay. <laughs> they do say it's terrorists. I forgot about that. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. It's just us. <laughs> labeled terrorists before, but we're not real terrorists. <laughs> Uh, so that all happens. Uh, at one point, Saint Germain just kind of like leaves the mansion just to chill, and him and Cardia like have a chit chat, and then like Omnibus shows up, and she's like, <laughs> "Ho ho ho ho! You know, you did invite us to your party, but you know, we have to talk about when you're coming back for your next mission. I mean, we never did say when your break was up." Ho 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 ho! Now I'm just f-ing with you. I just came for the party. What's up, dude? <laughs> Let's party, y'all! Let's party! <laughs> and then it's go. They just roll uh, in, and everyone's like, "What the? F-? You guys are the the made me movie idea idea. What the f- is going on?" <laughs> Which I was I was yelling because um, she's in a wheelchair, and he he just has stairs. I'm like, how did she get in? <laughs> and like, what I'm imagining, because uh, you said she's magic that she could float, um, is just like. Guinevere and Hansel on each side, like carrying her up the steps. I mean, I would just imagine it's just Guinevere, just just like. Yeah, she could probably just one arm it, honestly. Hansel's just like already just like at the snacks table. (laughs) He can't be bothered. Sweets, Sweets, yes. So yeah, that that whole route is just real good. It's It's real good. It's very very funny. I love when they show up and they're like, "Oh, we didn't say how long the break was." It's just them trolling him. <laughs> just we wanted a party. You did invite us, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's real uh, good. I did Van Helsing's first because I hate him. The only good parts of that were just all of the Drakchon in it. Yes. That's the only good part about any of his routes is that you get more interaction with Drakchon. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's essentially become like his surrogate, like dad. Yeah. (laughs) 
He's just adopted this vampire child. <laughs> and it's great. Which, like, he says a few times in the routes, like, he feels like he has a little brother. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's kind of, like, a, a, a weird parent. Very terrible parent. I cannot stand Van Helsing at all. He's a, he's a trash boy. He's he, he's just so annoying. And he's so possessive. Mm-hmm. Like, every single route he ever does, he's like, you're mine. I don't want other people looking at you. Like, I don't want your back exposed. Other people can see your skin. And I'm like, dude. Bruh. F- f- calm down, dude. It's not that serious. Also, it's not your skin. It's mine. Like, I can determine how much skin I want to show, and you can calm down, buddy. Is this the one where Drakchon gets drunk off the atmosphere? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And he's like, I thought I boiled out all the alcohol in it. And this, and he just, it cuts to finish. And he's just like, cross arms, like, ah, this kid's just drunk off the atmosphere. Yeah. <sighs> Which, like, Jack Chan's over there, like, slurring his speech. And he's like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's really good. Uh... Really, really good. Uh, I don't actually remember much of what Van Helsing actually does in this route. I, I don't suck. either. I kind of skipped through it, honestly. Yeah, it, it was it was he's boring and terrible and also very possessive. But I did his route first, like. So I did the triangle dates and then I started with his route because I wanted to get it over with. But then mm-hmm. I was texting you the whole time, like God, when does it end? You're like this never ends. I'm so mad. <laughs> Ugh, I hate him. I always do his routes like first now so I can get it out of the way because I don't want to deal with him. Uh, Victor's is like him just being <laughs> big <laughs> energy. <laughs> big <laughs> energy. I, I, you're going to have to explain that one to me. Well, because his whole route is him just being like, yeah, you know, I'm a doctor. Oh, my parents wrote me. They're like, oh, you should hook up with someone. And I was like, oh, you know, I met this girl. It's cool. Oh God! They want me to. They want to meet her. Oh God! They're coming. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see that. So, um, oh excuse me, it's it's not. Oh God! It's, eh. In in um, a bit more explanatory terms. Um, so Victor has been writing his mom in Switzerland fairly regularly after he got declared not a terrorist, so that he could make his mom feel better. Um, which is very nice of him. What a nice boy. I Not a him. terrorist. Doctor to the mafia and, and has CC. Yes. What a good boy. Um, I picked properly, honestly. <laughs> um, but his mom's like, so have you settled down yet? And he's like, eh, you know, I haven't I haven't met anybody, but I have met somebody. I could just write about her. And he's like, she is so cute. I like being around her. She is awesome. I have never met anybody like Cardia. I love her. Oh, wait. I didn't mean that. She's my best friend. <laughs> JK, and, JK, LOLOL. <laughs> and, uh, uh, of course, when you send your mom a letter like that, they're like, oh, you, you, you have a lady friend, don't you? Um, so, it's a very uh, Swiss, a- Swiss accent there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> um, so she's like, so we can, we can meet her, right? And... Then they do the whole fake dating trope, which is great. Mm-hmm. Like, give me this fanfic trope, please. Um, and Cardi is like, 
pissed at him because he's like, but it's only fake dating. We don't have to really date. And she's like, Victor, I, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> he's like, what? 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 <laughs> so um, she agrees to date him, fake date him, as long as they can practice for a few days beforehand. So they practice and go on dates and things like that. And um, the best part is that, like, they go to announce it to the friends. Yes. And, and they're yes. all like, oh, yeah, yeah all right, yeah, we, yeah, cool. Okay, cool. What, that's that, we yeah. kind of knew yeah. that. He's like, what do you mean? What? You guys supposed to be surprised. What? <laughs> what? Um, which, of course, leads into the reveal of, I don't want this to be pretend anymore. I actually care about you. <gasps> Yeah, and then you get to meet his parents at the train station, and um, it's really cute. And also, you get like heckin' smooched. It's awesome. Heckin' smooched. Heckin' smooched. Heckin smooched. I always want to be heckin' smooched by Victor Frankenstein. Ooh. This Victor Frankenstein, not the like actual canon Victor Frankenstein. He sucks. This one's great. He is a soft and nerdy science boy, and I love everything about him. Even if he does have energy sometimes. But hey, we get to meet his mom. Yeah. And and his dad, which he he basically is like he looks like his dad, but he has his mom's hair color. Also, you don't actually see them; you just see kind of like profile of them. It's a good route. Yeah. It made me very happy. Heckin' smooch. <laughs> uh, MPs is just finished just finding any way possible he can to just. Talk about MP. It's real good. Uh, at one point, MP sends them a doll of him that has a voice recording in it. He's like, "Oh, that's a cursed doll. We should, we should burn it. We should burn it immediately." <laughs> Cardi's like, "No, don't do that." It's so funny because he's originally like, "Yes, we have to burn this," and then she's like, "No, no, we'll listen to it." Um, and then as they listen to it, there's no. No. Yep, it's definitely cursed. <laughs> definitely cursed. Um, I, I'm trying to remember. Um, shoot, it wasn't this route. Was it this route? There was a route that I accidentally like was trying to text you a picture of MP like hitting on somebody, and I sent it to my mom instead. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember which route that was, but I still have the picture on my phone. It's hilarious. But yeah, definitely missent that to my mom. She's like, what? But also my mom knows me by now and she's, she's like, yeah, that's that's Al. That's Al, whatever whatever's going on there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so MP is like, Hey, you should you should come visit. I'm pretty sure. And no, yes. Yeah, and she's like, okay. Uh, he spends the entire day like making this huge feast, and then like a blizzard comes, and no one shows up to like roll late. Mm -hmm. He's like, ah, and then like he goes like rides the helicopter all the way to like this train, and like, <laughs> and shows up. And Finis is just like, mm. <laughs> God, I love that Finis is just like raging the entire game. He's so sassy. He's so sassy and it's beautiful. Like, God, I love how sassy he is. 
Strawberry. How do I get that level of sassy? Well, you have to be like, a, you have to create a bunch of dolls of yourself. Uh, use them to like be like a terrorist leader, apparently. Make weird buns on your head. Make weird buns on your head. Wear a tiny hat. Tiny hat. Hang out with Moriarty. Have some blue eyebrows. That just show through your hair. Yeah, somehow. There you go. Um, I was going through my screenshots so that I could uh, talk about something, and I found the finest one of him saying that he brought down some of the nice tea, the blend that they don't serve Hansel. <laughs> God, he's such a sass machine. Anyway, um, so Impy's route irritated me. Like, it was cute in a way, but it was also irritating. How so? Because um, Impy is is very open about his uh, admiration and love of Cardia. Mm -hmm. And in his route, he, like, she goes to him and is like, I need you to tell me that you love me. Because it's different when Finna says it to me. <laughs> Which like that part's thank real God good. Thank God that Atome in this well this version of Atome is like, you know what, we're not going to have the siblings date. Like she blatantly <laughs> says multiple times, like, No, I don't feel that way about my brother. I'm like, All right, good, that's how it should be. The best part about that though is she like she goes up like, Hey, tell me that you love me. He's like, What 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 <laughs> what why why? <laughs> And then he does it, and she's like, eh, yeah, you know, this doesn't feel right. He's like, okay, now I've definitely confirmed that I completely hate you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, you suck. <laughs> um, but yeah, she goes to MP and is like, tell me that you love me. And he's like, uh, 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 I gotta go see Nemo in prison. <laughs> yeah, I, take, I get this. Take him some cake. I, I, I get where you're going. Yeah, and, um, then, like, the rest of his route is him just, like, avoiding telling her that he has any affection for her. And, Which is the complete like, she... opposite of him? Yeah, it, it's very opposite of his personality. And, like, he he does say at the end, like, I was trying to make it special. I realized I've used it too much. But I, I, I hate that logic. Mm -hmm. I've always personally hated that idea that, like, the more that you say it, the less that it matters. Yeah. Um, I think it's dumb. I think, like, if you love somebody, just tell them all the time. Yeah. Um whether that's like platonic or like I tell my mom all the time I text her I'm like mom I love you <laughs> and that doesn't mean like if I text my mom I love her twice in the same day like that second time means less <laughs> and like this exponentially right exponentially it's just like well that love just keeps going down and down <laughs> like that's not how it works and so that whole like idea really bugs me and it's a thing that I've been told multiple times by like dudes in my life so I'm like eh like I don't, I don't like that idea, and it doesn't feel very empty. Yeah. Um, like the fireworks and the Crystal Palace and all that felt very empty, like very empty. Um, but him like holding back on the love thing was very not empty. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. Yay. Dude, are you chugging water? What is going on over there? Uh, to answer my question, he is chugging water. He's got the thirst. Max, you got the thirst, buddy? He got the Atome thirst. Oh my god, same. <laughs> um, so who should we talk about next? Well, that leaves Lupin. Lupin, He's the yes. only one left. Yes. Out of this five. Um, 
we get to talk about the Santa and the, the reindeer. Uh, so his is basically just like him being all sad, and then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna write Cardia and be like, hey, come hang out.'" Which first he writes like a gentleman <laughs> thief, like letter of intent says Burgle. <laughs> he's like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> God, I can write these so perfectly, but I can't write a letter. And then, like, the second time he writes one, he's like, what is this teenage angst? <laughs> not in those words, obviously. But he has not gotten a letter from Cardia in a while, which is concerning for him. Even even after and... he sent, like, a second one, just in case the first one didn't get mailed. Yep. Uh, and so he's like, maybe Cardia hates me. That's wild. And Cardia's on the other side, like, well, I wrote back to them and no one answered, so that's real weird. I guess I'm staying in Wales. Um, so the party is going to happen and, um, she's still not there. So he's, he just takes it upon himself. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I want to go get her. Yeah. Yeah. And then he brings Cecile because of course. Yeah. He shows up at her window in a Santa suit with Cece in a reindeer it's outfit. Real it's real good. The- Cute as CG. I love it. Oh, I love CC in the reindeer outfit. And then, like, immediately the text says that he removes the reindeer outfit from CC. I'm like, no! No! That was cute. <laughs> um, which I kind of wish that it had not had him remove the Santa suit as well. Because can you imagine him wearing the Santa suit talking to you in that entire scenario? That would have been hilarious. It would have been real good. <laughs> real funny because he had like a fake beard pulled down it was great and she's like what are you doing here and he's like well it's christmas and i'm santa and also you didn't respond to any of my letters she's like well you didn't respond to any of my letters and so they're like finis he's like "Uh, what'd you do uh, gotta go like i i didn't do anything didn't do anything what are you talking about I, i didn't Keep your mail from you. His his whole uh, plan behind this was that MP was sending too much mail, so he was gonna mm-hmm. just give it all to her in a bulk. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Lupin's letters got kind of mixed in with those, so that's why they never got delivered. Um, eventually, they all go back to the the mansion, and then Lupin's like, "Why didn't her letters show up?" And and they're like, and they're like, I think it's like Saint Germain and Victor are like, Victor. Yeah, we kept them because you're too much of a d- to realize your feelings for her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so it's like this whole thing of like, it took you guys not getting letters from each other to realize that you actually like have feelings for each other. You guys suck. What is going on? I would like to offer up this as, again, as big d- energy. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. This might be like... An even higher level of big synergy, though. <laughs> I think so. Because, like, Victor's was genuinely, like, him trying to make his mom feel better. And, like, he he was really saying what he felt. And this, this one, they're like, man, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't do very well on my my burglaries recently. I fell off a roof. Um, Things kind of suck. I don't know what's wrong. What is going on? Oh, right. I guess I kind of like this girl. (laughs) Everyone else around him is just like face palming like, oh my god, this idiot. Oh my god, this idiot. What is he doing? 
he even says when he falls off the roof, like before he does it, before he gets shot with a rubber bullet, <laughs> um, he says Cardia and like goes to protect her. And it's like, you idiot. You don't realize that that's the issue. Like, come on, buddy. You're smarter than this. But no, he's just an idiot. Big synergy. Big synergy. Uh, and, and then they, they have Christmas and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Christmas. That's basically Christmas. the the Christmas the Christmas dates portion of the of these. Uh, there's three other little stories. One of them is in a new original story. The other two follow up some stuff from the first fan disc. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the uh, the Herlog Sholmay route just was not good. <laughs> I didn't like it. It was uh, not fun to go through. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know. How's the best way to explain why this is? It, it, I don't not know. It was good. just it was just boring. I think it it was boring. So, Shomei's route is one of the only ones that you come out of the second fan disc, and she's still poisoned. Yeah. Um, and so for one, I got irritated. Like sometimes Atome games do like weird sexist stuff that I'm like. Please don't. Um, one of them was like he refused to acknowledge her at one point until she said I'm home. Yeah, that was like I was like hmm. And I'm like, buddy, what are you doing? That's that's a big no. I would just <laughs> walk my ass out. <laughs> like, all right, bye, I'm not home. Um, like, uh this is why they should let us date Watson. <laughs> He's way nicer than you. Even if he does have a wife, a ghost wife. I mean, the only good thing about this route is that at the beginning when you see uh, Lupin and MP break into this place and uh, Shulmay and Watson and Cardia are waiting for him and then MP the deploys all these like balloon decoys of himself. With different facial expressions. <laughs> it's real good. That part was amazing. But it's all also, downhill like, from there. Yeah, it really upset me because I'm like, man, Cardi is like legit going against her team. That's so not yeah. okay. Um, so that felt bad. Um, the empty balloons were great. I, that and I, after I, they popped, everybody was like, man, this is like a hellscape to have <laughs> all these popped empty <laughs> balloons. I, I kind of feel like as well, just like having to go through the entire, well, we got to get her unpoisoned spiel again was just like, retreading old threads like we've gone through this song and dance like twice now through like two complete different games and just yeah. have it come up again i'm just like yeah, yeah we've kind of gone through this um although we did learn that nemo is the inventor of cardboard He's the inventor of cardboard yes he lives in a cardboard house in the sewers <laughs> as you do um but it was kind of a weird thing to like involve him with it. But they're like, we have to kill you in order to like make this go inert. And then it's just like them making out for a while. I'm like, and then he gets he gets this weird like little like poison thing from a a certain camouflage character, which we'll talk about in the oh my god the original story for this. So yes, there's that. Uh, we'll have to talk about that in a bit. Yeah. But he does get the the poison thing that can eventually be used to. Like unpoison, so, count poison that can counteract poison. Yeah, it's it's, it's a 
weird thing. But um, yeah, basically like the entire thing is like, hey, let's unpoison her so that he can make out with her, which like that was a lot of the first games thing. Yeah. Um, and some of the second one too, but um, it it was just, I don't know. It wasn't done as well as any of the other guys mm -hmm. getting her on poison. And it really just felt like the only thing that he wanted was to make out with her. Mm -hmm. Like as opposed to like actually having a relationship with her. Because that's all he wanted to do. And she woke up was like, let's make out. I'm like, dude, she's been asleep for a whole year. Like, let her stretch her legs. Let her brush her teeth. Maybe take a, sh a bath or something. I don't know. Like, you don't have to make out with her right immediately. Let me stick my Come tongue on. down your throat when it's, you got like a year, year long morning breath. <laughs> and not even that. Just like, she legit just opened her eyes, buddy. Like. Let her orient herself a bit before you're like, hey, you want to make out? That'd be cool. Um, so, I, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't a very fun route. I, I would have enjoyed it better if they just replaced this route with more shenanigans with the Mafia family because I feel like they really got the short end of the stick in this fan disc because... They did. Coming out of that first fan disc, they were like my favorite characters coming, like new characters that were introduced in that. And mm -hmm. then like they just barely show up in this and it's real disappointing. I, I, I did get very happy whenever they did show up. Yeah, though, Because the interactions were great. Like the one time that they tried to turn um, the, the Darius's hand into like a Barrett arm <laughs> was hilarious. They're like, what if we attached a grenade launcher to it? That'd be cool, right? And then somebody... <laughs> Suggest like, well, what if you have a hand that can give flowers to your daughter? And he's like, that's an idea. Let's like, do it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so I was very excited whenever they showed up. But yeah, they did kind of get the short end of the stick. And I would have liked a lot more of them rather than like Shulmay make out yeah. route. Yeah, with gross sexism involved. Or just, you know, let me date Watson. That'd be cool. He's got a wife. And she's she's a ghost wife. He's got a wife. Ghost wife. He's got a wife. <sighs> um. Which speaking of Watson, uh, it is canon that Finnis reads the Sherlock Holmes books that Watson writes. Yep. Yep. That is canon. Also, Jane Austen exists in this universe. Yes. Which which okay. Let's 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 put our thinking caps on here for a second. Okay. If we are incorporating like real world literature into this world, like you know, the Sherlock yes. Holmes books exist, Jane Austen exists, would it not also be possible that the Shelleys exist? Whoa. Mary Shelley writes Frankenstein, but it's about this Victor Frankenstein. Uh, I don't know. I mean, because this takes place in like the 1850s. Mm -hmm. And Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein in 1818. So what could potentially happen is that maybe it's based off of like his his grandpa. And that his and... family just ribs him by naming him Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. I mean, it could work. 
Well, because I was going to say his dad, but his dad seemed very nice and not douchey. And also, like, people didn't live as long back then, so. All I'm saying is that uh, we should get a Code Realize prequel, but it is our romanticism dating game that we've been talking about making for, like, a couple years now. That's legit. Like, I've been reading... um... Please, people who I, I work with, don't pay attention to this. Um, I have been reading a lot about the like romantic period um, authors at work lately for some reason. Um, partially because I learned. Well, yeah, and I, I love them. I think they're really fascinating people, even if they suck. Um, like, not suck in terms of their writing. They suck as in they're terrible people oh, yeah. sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're kind of garbage people. But they're fascinating to me. And, like, I, I was on Twitter the other day, and I was reading about, like, how mary shelley has like the most goth energy of the world because she lost her virginity on her mom's like tombstone she or her, on her, her mom's her, grave she did and i'm like holy shit. she like her first love she confesses to him at her mom's grave then bonks him on it and i'm like man that's some real real good energy there um so then i've just been reading about them like nonstop, um because you know this, and some other people that listen to this may know this, but like both of us are really big about like the romantic era. Mm-hmm. Like we think it's we think they're fascinating people, and like the writing's pretty cool. Um, I just really want a romantic era, um, Atoma, and like you could you could I, you could date lots of people. You could. I mean, Byron goes both ways. So if you want, like totally. a. a a uh, male protagonist. I mean, like maybe we can not make them teenage boys. That'd be kind of cool. Um, even though that was his preference. I mean, though you run the risk though with with them that like, oh, we're I'm in my twenties, but I'm about to die in a year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because uh, like, Percy was like what twenty eight when he died, something like, like that. Like all all three of like uh like Byron, Shelley, and um. Keats were all like real young when they died because mm. they lived that rock star life. <laughs> Is that the way you want it? Well, I mean, like if you if you think about it, I mean, they they, they, they were, really were legitimately the rock stars. Of, yeah, yeah, they were the equivalent of that at the time. Like they were like in insane amount of debt, um, always just like doing the craziest, shit, banging anybody that interested them. Period, and. uh I mean, Shelly is like, you know what I'm going to do? Build a boat. I'm going to go out on it. It's going to be awesome. And then he died. I mean, you could also think like Byron is like part rock star, part hip hop star. Because, you know, he lives that rock star life. But also his works, he's literally just writing diss tracks in them. Like the preface to Don Juan is him being like, Wordsworth sucks, man. Let me tell you about this piece of (laughs) What a coward he is. It is so great. what we're saying to uh, Atome Factory is please make a romantic era Atome game. Be real good. Uh, it would be fantastic. And I'd be about that life. And if you guys don't make it, we're going to. And we're going to make a metric butt ton of money. I feel like we just do it, but like we, we fuddle with the ages. So like you could date like Wordsworth, Coolidge. Or Coleridge, and like you could also date William Blake, and William Blake just shows up naked all the time. 
Yeah, I mean, I if we don't put William Blake in there, then it's a tragedy, honestly. That's all he does. He's like, he just shows up naked. And everyone's like, dude, come on, what are you doing? Come on, man. He's like, what? This is just this is my life. Yeah, I mean, you you could totally fudge the, like totally. ages and ha- have some like fantastic people in there. That'd be awesome. It really, would I'm be. about this. Why aren't we doing this? That's a great question. Anyway, we should we should get to go to real life. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm going to go off the idea that she did write Victor Frankenstein and it is made up of this Victor Frankenstein's grandpa. All right. I'll take that. All right. Canon. It's accepted. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I'm just an awkward human being. You're a good human being. Um. So we had a fitness route and a new route as well. Mm. I I feel like I don't remember what happens in the finished route anymore. <laughs> Other than it's just I, like them figuring out how to live as a family. Yeah. Which is pretty much the gist of it. Yeah. I mean, it had some nice sassy moments, but overall it's just like them trying to figure out yeah. how to be siblings again. It's fine. Yeah, it was good. Uh, the new route is supposed like it takes place during the events of the first game. Correct. Correct. Because mm-hmm. um, she's still poisoned, and then and like post uh, the mafia story, I think. Yes, because they are there. So basically, this this whole thing takes place around like the singer. Her name is uh, Cantarella. She's got an eye patch, um, and she's a very famous singer. And then this one dude in a mask shows up and is like, "Hey, I want you to sing in my castle. That'd be real rad." And she's like, "No." And she's like, who are you? What nah, are dog. you talking about? I'm good. So Cardia like saves the day and jumps in between them. Mm-hmm. Um, which one thing that I thought was interesting about this like first introduction part is that Cardia goes in to save her and um Cardia is like, You're hurting her by grabbing her arm. He's like, Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize it. He, like, gets genuinely upset. Mm-hmm. And, like, that comes up later in this route, which I wasn't expecting, but he was upset that he was hurting her. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like, that was that was kind of neat, I guess. <laughs> uh, But he's he's basically, like, master mass from uh it's Really, County. really, he really is. Like, I brought that up, and you're like, oh. Like, yeah, to- yeah. yeah, totally, 100%. <laughs> Because like it, it totally like even like before even when we get like later on into it like it fits that character archetype. Yeah, it does. One hundred percent. Totally does. Um. So yeah, they they save they save this girl. They take her back to her house, which is like real run down. And they're like, "This is weird. You're like a famous singer. Like you should be like raking <laughs> in the be, money, like, rolling in cash." And then like her, uh, which she does say like beforehand, like please don't judge me when we go to yeah. my house. Uh, her her quote unquote father, mm-hmm. air quotes around there. Miles Strand shows mm-hmm. up and he just looks like a very skeevy dude. And they're all like, mm. yeah, he's got like a cape and a cane and a floral vest. Yeah, he he's he's fancy. And I saw him. And I'm like, that's not her dad. He's too young to be her dad. It's not her dad. When Okay, so uh, there is a twist that's going to come up in this route, which we'll talk about here in, mm-hmm. a, in a hot second. When did you realize the twist with Contarella? Um, it was relatively early, actually, because mm-hmm. um, somebody makes like a passing reference on like the similarities. Okay. 
Um, and I don't remember who it is, but it's fairly early. They're like, oh, you know, you guys could be sisters or something. I And I'm like, oh. So I, I think I found it, like, immediately. Really? Like, when she was having that first encounter with the Baron. I look, I was oh. looking at her, and I was like, her face shape is very much the same as Karya. Her eye color is the exact same. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you do the hair And we've seen that hair color. Like, I didn't do the hair color, but I was like, if you do the hair similarly enough, like, it could... She ha- She's a clone. Or she's one of the, the dolls. She's one of the, like, thrown away yeah. dolls. I was like, she's, which, she's one of those. Immediately. Which then I texted you, and I was like, her hair color is the same as when Cardia does the Code Realize um, mm-hmm. event. And the first one is it turns, like, that white color. It does, yeah. Um... But yeah, I figured it out pretty quick. Probably not as quickly as you did, but um, I was like, "Oh, yeah, she's she's one mm-hmm. of the like failed Cardias." Um. So yeah, like they they do that. Uh, they learn about how Miles is bad Miles with money. Miles is a gambler. He's a gambler. He was born a gambling man. Oh my god! Yeah, no one to hold him. No one to follow him. <laughs> or you gotta play the gambling game and jojo's bizarre adventure over and over and over again <laughs> uh he at some point he mentions he has a little brother which becomes a yeah. hot topic of debate between he us he mentions it a few times quite, and, quite a number like, of times where he's like oh this this is gonna be important mm-hmm. yeah like we kept saying okay like he keeps mentioning it i wonder who his brother is and like i kept putting up candidates and i think i finally like I, I, i've decided on one mm-hmm. But he keeps bringing it up, and the game doesn't actually tell you who it is. Nope. <laughs> it's real. It's real rotten. Uh, also, these three characters have like just ridiculous uh, voice talent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> just real good. Uh, the Baron is is voiced by the dude who plays Sasuke in Naruto. So I'm just like, I can't get away. <laughs> can't get away. You cannot get away. Uh. Cantarella is um, the voice of Fuka in P3, and I think someone else, I forget. But yeah. Fuka the Bazooka. Fuka the Bazooka. And then Miles is like, um, he is uh, ACDC and JoJo. And I believe also <laughs> that Final Fantasy looking in Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> Correct. You did mention that. Oh. That guy. Um, so, so we learn also that Cantarella is like sick. She has some, like, illness that she has to take medicine for, all that sort of stuff. All this is going to come up. Uh, mm-hmm. Some time passes. Cardia's like, I'm going to go hang out with her. And you get, like, all these Let's options be to do something. And then, like, each time the Baron shows up in just, like, the most ridiculous ways possible each time. <laughs> yep. It's real good. Um, But each time he also, like, is like, hey, sorry about hurting you the other day. kind of didn't mean to do that. That was my bad. Yeah. Like, he legitimately is remorseful about that and like make sure that she knows that he's remorseful but hey sing for and, me like, yeah but she's always like dude like what are you doing um like <laughs> she legit gives zero f- no um like he keeps coming up she's like all right you're here again really oh, great really great cool hey buddy do you remember my name it's like, uh... Uh... <laughs> Uh, also, they make mention of this like fairy tale that's going to become very yes. important. Very important. Once they brought that up, I'm like, well, that's the story of this one. <laughs> yeah. Which is like about uh, uh, a prince and princess, and the prince has bad legs, and 
he can't move. The princess wants him to be able to move, and she makes a deal with like a wizard. The wizard's like, I'll make a castle move, and then you can go anywhere, and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to sing to make it move. Yes. Um. So it was because of his bad legs, they needed a castle with legs so that they could travel. Mm -hmm. He could see the sights. Uh, along the way, we learned that uh, Miles works has worked in the past with Twilight. He was like second in command. Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. And uh, has uh has is kind of being sort of blackmailed by them, like because they are mm -hmm. supplying his, the medicine to him. And he was going to do, like, he's helping them out in different ways. Mostly financial ways. Um, also, his his best friend. Um, or I think he says, like, my closest friend or something like that. I forgot how he worded it. Um, the guy who raised Lupin. Mm -hmm. uh, who was in Twilight and left. And I actually forgot that he was in Twilight from the second fan disc. I don't remember if it was the second fan disc or the first actual game, but uh, he was in Twilight. It was the first actual game and quit because of the like terrible things that he saw. Mm -hmm. Which you and you so, understand here, like what what he sees. And he's yeah. like, oh, nope, I'm good. Nope, done, done. Uh, so they were super biffles. And somebody mentions like early in this route, like he moves the same way as you, Lupin. Mm -hmm. It's like he's used to getting away. Which I thought that and was gonna so, like, like be the thing where like oh he like Lupin was the younger brother, yeah. But but no, no, no. Um, but he does say at one point like you inherited those abilities, which is true. He did because he was taught those by uh, his, his surrogate dad. Mm -hmm. But um, it it was kind of an odd thing that they're like, all right, cool, you move the same way. That's weird. Um, which they kind of made it seem like it was going to be like a, because he's a shady dude who like is a gambler that he's always trying to get debts, but that's not at all no. the case. Uh, at one point, Contrella collapses during performance and they're all like, oh no. And they go to, this is bad. they go to visit her one day and no one's there. And then they find her medicine, quote unquote, and, uh, they have Victor tested. He's like, so this is kind of poison. Like, mm -hmm. what the fuck's going on here? Which he also, um, when she collapses on stage, he, like, tries to feel her forehead. And he's like, you're hotter than, like, any like, human ouch. should possibly be. He, like, burns himself. Yeah, he's like, you should be dead. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> yeah, uh, yikes. Miles comes back and is like, you guys shouldn't be here. You guys shouldn't be here. And he also refuses to have Victor, um, like, mm -hmm. do any kind of tests on her because... He's not a doctor. He's an alchemist. Yeah. And like, this is where he's like, yeah, this is why I didn't have you do any tests on her because I knew you would find this and be like, yo, what the f***? Yeah. Uh, and this is where he's like, oh, by the way, I'm with Twilight. Hey. <laughs> hey, finger guns. And then he's like, oh, I was never a father to her. Ha, ha, ha. I was using her the whole time. And she's like, why? Because she wakes Dad, up. Why? And then the Baron just like plows through their their building plows and is like, the roof. "Yo, sup? You want to sing for me?" <laughs> and she's like, "Sure, why not?" Sure. My dad just betrayed me. I, I kind of need I'll to get out of here. You. And Cardi is like, oh, I, "I guess I'm coming too. Bye." Whee! So they go to the castle, and he's like, "All right, um, so I need you to sing for me. That'd be cool." Um, she's still like, kind of like, "No, no, I'm good." 
Yeah. Uh, he he. The Baron shows them his true form, which is just like a young dude who also doesn't have yeah, good working legs. I was, I was say he has legs; they just don't work. Yeah. Um, he's kind of like um, he's probably in his like late teens. Yeah. Um, he has this like weird clown thing he hovers around on. Mm. Um, yeah, because his little Baron, uh, automaton like falls down and like they're like he doesn't have a face that's weird <laughs> uh which is why he was apologizing for the whole like hurting yeah. her thing because he did his automaton like he didn't realize the pressure he was putting because it was just a doll so Im important plot points important plot points so like but yeah he's like um i really want to travel and i heard this story and i i like tried when i was a child to find this castle because i saw it outside my window and i took a cane and i kept falling in the dirt on my face and it hurt a lot and then i finally found the castle and this guy's like oh i didn't mean for anybody to see it but if you want it you can have it you can inherit it and he's like yay yay moving castle but it doesn't move i need a singer um, so his parents died and he's been living there, um, for a few years trying to find a singer. Yeah. He he has and... money basically is how he's able to kind of like do that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, so eventually she agrees to sing. It makes, it starts the whole castle up and all that. Um, it's like a tank. Yeah. And then Cantarella gets swallowed up by a hole. Yep. Zoom. And then down there, the she like ether. she gets like all this like voices in her head, and that's where you realize that oh, she is one of the the failed Cartier experiments. Mm -hmm. And then kind of gets like warped into the castle, and everyone's like, "Oh, the castle's moving. This is real bad. We need to go and do stuff." It's going to crash right into London. This is real bad. <laughs> so everyone kind of goes there and does their thing, and. They get down to the depths of the the castle and try to get Cantarella out of there. Uh, Miles just gets the kicked out of him through like gears getting thrown at him. Yeah, he gets like a leg gouge and like stabbed through the shoulder. And well, like if the, the first thing that happens head. with him is like he like tries to go to her and like a gear just flies and just bashes him in the head. Yeah, and he passes out and bleeds everywhere. He just knocks him out, and Victor's like, "Hey, he's he's good. He's good. It's it's no skull fracture. He's good. <laughs> he's just out. <laughs> no worries here." <laughs> Why'd you give him a Brooklyn Hell accent? No. <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> I'm walking here. Watch out for gears. <laughs> Which eventually Miles does do. He he's does. like, all right, I'm, I'm just going to keep walking at you. She's like, I'm going to keep throwing gears at you. It's going to hurt. And <laughs> he's, he's like, like yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just keep doing it. It's fine. And so he finally gets there and he's like, bloody yeah. as heck. And he's like, I'm your dad. I'm going to sing for you. Yes. Um, he's a terrible singer. But it calms her down and stops the castle before like uh, <laughs> London's about to like, unleash artillery it. on it and they're like wow yeah. it's a real good thing no one tried to shoot this thing because this thing is like has no defenses it's basically made of paper yep they're like man it's almost like uh somebody saw like a kid's dream and did some kind of wish fulfillment and cardi is like hmm oh dad <laughs> oh shucks <laughs> so um that's that's a thing um so 
Baron is like, he's decided he's going to try and figure out his own two legs and make them work, even though it's real, real hard and throws hissy fits a lot. Cantarello <laughs> uh, um, basically gets healed. Yeah. Because uh, the thing in her head, mm-hmm. she had like a big metal thing behind her yeah. eye. It uh, basically like died after her freak out. Which we do find out that um, what happened with Miles and her is that uh, Miles and Lupin's surrogate dad like went into the um, like doll factory basically Isaac's Mm -hmm. laboratory and they're just like horrified at what they see and like they keep having to dispose of the bodies over and over and over and um at one point when they're in there trying to get like secret documents basically uh this girl and he says that she has like the one pretty green eye and then one eye with like the whites are black yeah and she has like to please help and and he's like, well, uh, I got I to gotta save her. None of, yeah, none of these like, other you know, have, like, responded out or, or called out or anything. And, like, she They don't has. have their own thoughts. Yeah, so, like, clearly I have to have to do something about that. Um. So he, he adopts her. And, like, there's this whole thing about, like, oh, you know, you're going to have a wife. And... Uh, so he gets his, his daughter. And they're a loving family, I guess. You know, after the whole, like, I don't f- care about being your dad thing that's a little sorry i was making of an acting job so the the twilight people wouldn't beat me up yeah i didn't want to beat up anyway by gears (laughs) but you beat me up um, i have two things that i have to mention one they never address the little brother no um uh there's a flash in the Sholmes route, mm-hmm. Sholmay route that that where he we both agree we both agree it's him. He it's it's who he gets the 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 concoction from in that mm-hmm. route. And he says something about like I have to help family or something like and that. You can pretty much tell that like the the silhouette that they use because they very much show that silhouette. Mm-hmm. When usually if it's some like unnamed character, they don't show anything. So Correct. they go to the the. They go to the point of showing that silhouette, which is clearly mm-hmm. him. So I don't. It's not like a hundred percent confirmation. I like, oh, those two are related, but it's the closest thing that we have between us that mm-hmm. makes it seem like that would be it. But like, like you said, like it, the game never explicitly says like, oh, this is who he's talking about when he's saying that. So no, and but like a lot of it fits. In the terms of like, Sholmay is definitely younger. Mm-hmm. Um, Sholmay is kind of like a celebrity in a sense, and Miles to say like, you know, you know, he's got a good life and all. Um, so it, it fits. It's just there's no official confirmation. Right. Um, the other thing that I want to mention is that I remembered the Finnis route because it has the fingernails. Right, and also has a giant enemy crab that you must attack its weak point for massive damage. <laughs> massive damage, yes. Um, like it just straight up turns into like a mecha anime at one point <laughs> it does and it's wild and Finnis and uh, and Hansel have to like team up as a as a buddy cop duo to take down the giant <laughs> anime crab it's pretty great especially cause like Finnis hates Hansel <laughs> it's true 
Uh, but yeah, the fingernails thing killed me. I was like, Ugh. Um, But yeah, they have to go stop the giant enemy crab that their dad accidentally uh, made go hay- haywire. Well, it wasn't him. It was like someone tinkering around with them, like accidentally set them off. Yeah, but like his dad made it to, or their dad made it to the point that like these d- very dangerous yeah, giant yeah. crab things could potentially destroy London and do. And try to kill Buckingham Palace. You know, as you do. As you do. Uh, but Finnis is like, oh man, you know, I really hate killing one more dad's things, <laughs> but I gotta do it. Whoops. Oh, oh god, my fingers are bleeding. My head's bleeding. I kind of fell from a, bleeding too. from a copter onto this giant crab from like 50 feet up. <laughs> so that's the Finnis route. I do remember now. Yes. Um... Yeah, the new route's interesting. It's not as interesting to me as the Mafia one. Right. But it, it was cool. And I, I am very irritated that they never gave us, like, official confirmation on Miles yeah, and the brother. Yeah, it's bizarre. But, it's uh, so bizarre. Uh, once you do all of that, you unlock the uh, the epilogues. Epilogues. Which is just, like, here's a cap on these stories between the, the dudes. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, three weddings and then two other ones that are continuations of past weddings. <laughs> Yes, because uh, you get married and Van Helsing's and he's like a really overprotective butt. Shocker. Um, and some people mistake her for an actress and a play and like take her to the church and she's like, I'm not your wife. I'm Van Helsing's wife. And then like <sighs> du- dude jumps in and like starts throwing dudes out the window and He's like, mine, my wife. Everybody's like, bro, calm down. Hashtag my wife. It's a, it's a play. They. Um, so anyway, they get married and he sucks still. Uh, St. Germain's is really goofy because it immediately starts with him being like, hey, I bought a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a big it's boat. The, it's the boat that we had in the mafia round. It's the ma- hey, it's that mafia dude's it. boat. We rebuilt it. She's like, all right, cool. And he's like, we're getting married on. He's like, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> so they have to like send wedding invitations out to everyone. And he's like, oh, I guess I should send these out to Idea. I don't know. Yeah. Um, eventually the wedding day comes and they're all like, yeah, well, everyone's coming, but we never got any uh, responses from Idea. And then Hansel shows up. He's like, hey, come with me. We got to go. We got to go places. She's like, oh, okay, I guess. Uh, so they go to their the idea weird in between reality place and omnibus is like ho 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 Saint Germain <laughs> look at you trying to tie the knot didn't you thought that <laughs> you could get away from me ho 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 <laughs> now I'm just with you it's it's real cool I'm glad I'm happy for you you know uh, you know we c- we really can't come to the wedding you know we got we got stuff to do we're we real busy. Stuff. But uh, we know we just wanted to bring you here and give you our condolences or, or, or congratulations. Condolences. Our condolences. <laughs> our congratulations. You know, we're real proud of you. You know, you, all, all of you idea folks, you're like my family and I'm real proud of you, buddy. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, oh, God. Bye. oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Which it's interesting that he mentions and uh, it's not something that I'd actually expect. He's like, this is the first time that he's been married. Yeah. Um, you would think, like, I, I keep thinking of, like, Lost Odyssey and how, like, Kaim was immortal and married many, many people and kept mm-hmm. losing them. Like, 
I'm surprised Saint Germain didn't. Maybe it was just because he was like so shady. Well, shady and just like dead set on like his work that he just it's just one of those things where they just don't have time for it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just was kind of shocked that he's like, this is the first time I've been married. I'm like, boy, what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they get married on a boat. They get married on a boat. I'm on a boat. I think it's so funny that he's like, hey, yeah, you might recognize this boat. Uh, we were on it last year. I kind of renovated it. You want to take it on a spin after we get married? This is our boat now. <laughs> he's so funny. She's like, isn't this expensive? He's like, yes, very. <laughs> money. I don't care. I've had an eternity to give money. I have a lot of it saved up. Let me tell yeah, you, a savings he... account over hundreds of years, it accumulates. <laughs> uh, I just spilled water on myself <laughs> laughing at that. MPs uh, is them, like, is him just being, oh, hang on, let's, let's, let's bring back our favorite term of this episode, big synergy. Big synergy. Uh, because, like, oof. He's, like, trying to figure some stuff out, and she's like, well, okay, well... To go to the moon. Yeah, and she's like, well, well, like, there's probably stuff at the old family house that, like, documents that might be able to help him out. So, like, I'll just go take a trip there and see what I can find through there. Um, and he, like, he gets back home to the mansion one day, and she's, like, left a, a letter for him. And she's like, and she's like, I went back I home. I got home I, to my Yeah, I went back house. to my parents' house. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I was going too oh, long. Oh no, she's left me. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and he like rushes there and like she's like chilling in her like where she used to like sit uh, at the like the very beginning of the game and she's just like, "Yeah, I'm just taking uh, taking a rest. Me and Cece here are just going to chill." And she like she hears a noise like, "Wait a minute. What's that?" And there's like options like, "Do you go punch that person or do you like do you try and like ass <laughs> ass like Wait assess the situation?" Um and then, like, he just busts through. Did, I, I assessed the did situation. Did you assess it? Or, okay, I did, too. I was like, I wonder what the punch is like. She probably punches him. <laughs> probably. Uh, he comes barreling through and, like, tackles through the ground. It's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to leave you. And she's like, what? Why are you so what? freaking out? Like, I'm fine. I just, I I was here to help you, you dummy. <laughs> He's like, oh, 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 oh. I you were leaving me. Oh. That, that that's my bad, my B. Then he's like, "Hey, I saw a deep place on the on the way here, though. You want to come with me? Let's go stargazing. I'm gonna give you this ring that has no stone in it. Well, there's a meteor shower, and so he's like, "Look at that meteor shower. This is neat." And um, I don't know why I did that as empty space, but it I fits. Did. Um, but she's like, "Cool, it's a wedding ring with no stone. What what am I supposed to do with this? Like, is there a reason there's no stone?" He's like. Put your hand up to the moon. <laughs> That's the stone. And I'm like, empty. Oh my god, buddy. Very empty of him. It's very empty, but also like, I feel like empty would be able to like afford the ring part. And then he's like, okay, I can't afford a stone. What do I? Oh, the moon. The moon is the stone. I got it. And then he says, <laughs> once they get there, that they'll put a moon rock as her stone. <laughs> that was uh good job buddy yeah wow amazing uh 
victors is like them two working together in a lab and them getting all close to each other and then their assistants coming in like hey what's up guys hey. Like, oh, 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 hey hey we weren't doing anything which initially he's like hey i'm gonna come up behind you and put my hands on you and she's like please don't that's embarrassing and i was so mad because i'm like girl you got this cute science boy putting his hands on you like come on <laughs> Uh, and then, like, they do try and kiss, and the researcher's like, hey! What's up? Um, what do you call her, hoodie at home? And, um, basically, like, hey, maybe you guys should just act like you're married, because we know you're married. I bet the wedding was real cute, and they're like, but we didn't have a wedding. Whoops. And so the, the whole plot is, like, how they didn't have a wedding, and that Victor wants to give Cardia that. But apparently they decide that they're going to get married in the middle of a season where everybody wants to get married. Mm -hmm. So uh, they keep like asking all these churches and the church is like, nah, man, we're booked. We can't, booked, we can't marry. <laughs> can't marry you. What are you talking about? Which leads to Victor like giving a report to like uh, Queen Victoria, and she's like, "You seem a little, uh, a little, a little off. Like, what, a down. What's going on, buddy?" And he's like, oh, "Man, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to get married. I gotta, I gotta find a church." He's like, "You know, you know, we, you know, that's the Twilight Headquarters used to be a church. You know, we could reopen that and use that, but you gotta give me some good ideas for this. <laughs> Convince me. Convince me about this. Meanwhile, like." Which Go ahead. Leonard asks if they're boning. <laughs> Y'all boning. He asks if they're boning, and I'm like, I texted you. I'm like, is 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 he asking if they're doing the do? Doing the do. Um, and and like I understand realistically, like my brain understands that historically, like a wedding or a marriage was not um official until you like consummate it and that's like why he's asking but also like it's very awkward to be like so you f hey i'm the head of the knights you know this is really isn't my business but yeah you know you you're, you're, you're <laughs> rumbling up the sheets uh late at night <laughs> and, and victor's like awkwardly like yeah like it, it says that he's like awkwardly responds or shakes his head or, or like nods his head or something and it's like boy Okay, so for one, Victor has been, like, the number one dude for Bonin in this entire series. Like, he is about that life and has been since the first game. And you realize he was the first one in, like, the first game to actually, like, get to the Bone Zone. I'm proud of him. Um, he's very handsy, and he knows what he wants. Um, so, then Bonin, no surprise. But also, like, weird that Lee and Hart would ask about it. Anyway, Queen Victoria's like convinced me that you love her. Uh, at the same time, like Cardi is just like wa walking around, stumbles upon like a wedding and just sees it, and then just like catches the bouquet, and they're like, "Oh, you're getting married!" Now she's like, uh, "Sure, what? Okay." <laughs> and Victor comes by, and he's like, "So, what's with the bouquet? Where'd you get that?" <laughs> uh, so they eventually get like the the date and everything set up, and then like. Cardi is getting the dress on and Victoria walks in like, oh, hey, hey, you're getting married. He does the cute proposal first, though, and I love it. He proposed to her again. It's really cute. But yeah, then it's all hey, like, hey, hey, Victoria. hey, you're getting married. <laughs> it's happening like a d 
week. And she's like, and she's like, from, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's cool. Like he just kept coming home real late. And that's real weird. She's like, well, yeah, you know, he he had to convince me to so we could open this place. So come on, I'm the queen. Like we can't just do this all willy nilly. <laughs> I got stuff to do. I got I got a lot of like people to talk to about doing things like this. Come on. It was real cool though. Like he really loves you. I yeah. can tell. <laughs> you got a good one there, kid. Good job. <laughs> all right, I'm out of here. Good job on the. F- I guess she would know since Leonardo. She would know. She was right there. Yep, right there. When Victor confirmed the Bone Zone party of two, (laughs) Cece probably like shows up in the room every once in a while. I was like, "Hey guys, what you doing?" God. (laughs) Please protect Cece from the Bone Zone. (laughs) It's what animals do if you're in the phone zone. They're like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And you're like, hey, hey, I love you, but maybe not right now. I'd still love you, but not right now. <laughs> it's very awkward. I'm sure that happens. Uh, CC is very excitable. They get married. That's that's it, yeah. He looks real cute in his wedding attire. He's got like his hair slicked back. He's such a cutie pie. I love him. I just want to marry him. Uh, He's like the cute soft science boy <laughs> that wants to go to the bone zone all the time. <laughs> anyway, Lupin. That leaves Lupin, who's like, all right, well, you know, sad. We're, we're married already, so why don't we go to France and I'll take you to my uh my my teacher's grave and we'll hang out, have a date. <laughs> what a good honeymoon. What a good honeymoon. We get to learn about Napoleon. We do. Yep. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, she's like, so let's learn about. Uh, she like awkwardly asks about like I know you know about my parents, but I want to know about your parents. He's like, oh, I don't have parents. They're kind of dead. I, I I have I have a dude that was like my dad basically, but like I guess we'd go to France and like talk about him. So they go to France and uh, like he takes her to like the shadiest part of France and like this house that's destroyed. And for some reason there's a tombstone in the house. As you do. As you do. And he's like, yeah, so this is my pops. My My pops. Uh, Thanks for teaching me how to be a thief. I am great at it. This is my wife and also my partner in crime. Literally. Uh, and they just, like, chill by Tombstone for a bit. And then, like, some cops show up and they're like, we got him. We finally got him. Finally. He showed back up. We got him this time. And then, uh, they don't got him. I was, he, he, like, jumps up on a roof. I was kind of disappointed by this because I wanted a good CG of of Lupin and Cardia dressed up together as Phantom Thieves. Oh, that would have been so cool. It would have been real good. But we don't get that. No, we don't get that. Which is a shame. But he, like, jumps up on the roof and is, like, talking down to them as, like, in his very flashy way. And at the same time, like, Cardia basically, like, freezes their feet to the ground. And then they hop across roofs together as as lovers do, I guess. As you do on your honeymoon. As you do on your honeymoon. And they're like, all right, let's go back to Britain. She's like, we, we were here a day. Like, Yep. Time's money. Yep. <laughs> Time's money. <laughs> uh, I got places to rob people to see. Yep. Yep. 
so funny. His was sad though. Yeah, like unexpectedly. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a, a downer. But also, why do you put a tombstone in the middle of a house? I mean, where else you also, put where it? is the rest of the house? Where else are you gonna? It's, I don't know. In a cemetery. That's cemetery usually stone. where gravestones go. Unless there may be a reason. He's a ghost. I mean, yeah, he's a dead guy. Of course, he's a ghost. <laughs> um, no, no, maybe. This may be uh, like really overthinking things, but like that's what I do. It's my forte. <laughs> um, maybe he was considered like a heretic because of his his um, profession and also the fact that he worked at Twilight. So maybe um, because it's France, like a Catholic cemetery wouldn't take him. So, and I doubt that a Protestant one would either. So they, they would have to find somewhere that was not like an actual like sacred ground to bury him. I feel like that's entirely reasonable, and I believe your and, reasoning behind it, but also I feel like that is way over the top for an Atome. <laughs> I think I also put more thought into where they buried him than they did for this. Absolutely. They were just like, let's, let's make him go to his old house, but also there is a tombstone there because we don't want to have to do two backgrounds. Yes. Or two CGs. Yes. Um, but my reasoning is, is is a good, plausible way of explaining that. I agree. Yay. Yay, heresy. <laughs> uh, and then you get a bonus CG, and it's just beach day. <laughs> beach day. Um, my favorite is that you have Saint Germain, just like, sunglasses down, shirt off, peace sign. It's real good. It's real funny. Victor's over there, like, building a sandcastle with Shirley and um, Jarkchan. Mm -hmm. uh, Cardia just has, like, tiggle biddies all over the place. Um, Lupin's just out, you know, as you do. I guess a lot of them are like that, but his is very blatant because he's in the center. Beach day. Which is funny that like he's in the center and Cardi is not. <laughs> but you know, whatevs. Um, but yeah, so that's I guess the wrap on Code Realize. Which is kind of a bummer. It's true. It's over now. I don't know what I'm gonna do. We'll just have to maybe maybe one day we'll 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 be able to revisit these characters or something else. Or maybe one day we'll make our romantic period uh, a tome. It's true. Maybe one day we'll finally do that after talking about it for years. We just need somebody who's good at art. We can handle the writing. We can handle the characterization. We just need somebody to art. It's true. And also, like, you know, be able to make a game. <laughs> also important. A little bit important. Um, I, I, I do want to say that... Um, it's been an issue with the games for, since the beginning, but I feel like it was a lot worse this time. That like there are a lot of typos. Yeah, a lot of typos, a lot of like text overflow. There was that it's... one thing where like uh, when you unlock the epilogues, where it's like mm. it shows you oh, the pictures it's... of of like all that happens, and there's just Japanese text that Japanese... they just did not translate. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah, and I didn't even actually try and translate it. So that was a little bizarre. 
Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I realized that like, they don't have a huge budget. Totally. And, but like, it's a little, it's not something that's going to like take away from your enjoyment of this, but like, it's worth noting. It's worth noting. And it is something that like you will notice. Mm-hmm. It can also be funny sometimes. True. Um, man, I, I, I it's kind of like, you know, Christmas afternoon right now. I'm like, what do I do now that the, the code realize is over? You sit and look How at all I... your presents and like, okay. Yay. <laughs> Somebody gift me an actual Victor Frankenstein. Not the shitty one for the novel, but this version. Like the cute soft science boy, please. That'd be great. It's going to dig up a grave. Okay, thanks. Bye. No, don't do that. No, 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 no. That's, that's a hard pass. <laughs> uh, and I think as um, well, like we would both kind of agree this is the weakest of all the games thus yes, far. Yes, I would easily say it's the weakest. Which isn't to say it's bad, but like it's just It's not to say it's bad. It's just not as strong as some of the other ones. Right. Um You know you're talking about digging up graves. Did I ever tell you about the time that I dressed up as Vesalius in high school? No. And pretended to be Vesalius all day? Nope. Yeah. Uh so Vesalius is like the father of modern anatomy and had a real big habit of digging up bodies for anatomy. And uh, so I just dressed up as him and acted out as if I were Vesalius all day. I didn't actually dig up bodies. I just talked about <laughs> Well, that's it. good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I um... probably should clarify that since I tell people sometimes about my, like, affinity for cemeteries. Like, I do not dig up bodies. <laughs> I just like cemeteries. Oh, my God. <sighs> Code realized, man. It's real good. It is. I need more... I need more Victor Frankenstein in my life. I'm very upset that that pillow was so expensive and tiny. Yeah. Yeah. What do we do now? <laughs> I guess we kill zombies to make it feel better. It's true. I, heard, I hang on, hang on. I'm getting, I'm getting word in my, in my earpiece. Uh, the, uh, the, the Resident Evil Choo Choo train is going to be departing very soon. Yay! So please, uh, if you if you are not near near the uh, the cars, please uh, make your way to the train cars so you can reboard the train. <laughs> uh, but that's gonna do it for this episode uh-huh. of a uh, of a tome. Of a tome. Of a tome. I'll have to add this on. Oh to the yes, we have to. We we'll have to update the uh, the ranking of a tome. The ranking. Oof. Uh, it's also very true. Uh, but if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.Cools, where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts as well, such as the Seasonal Anime Checkup and Jared Now Watch. You can find columns and reviews on the site as well. You can follow more from Anladium at Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. It's where we do Twitter. And you can support us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Um... I'm going to mention this now because this should go up by either the time this episode goes up or during the weekend. Um, sometime in March, we are renewing, I guess, a now annual tradition 
mm-hmm. of uh, enjoying the madness of March. Uh, last year we did the uh, the Persona three through five characters uh, tournament where we uh, narrowed those down from sixty four to one and scientifically proved that Junpei was the greatest character of Persona three through five. Uh, mm-hmm. We are doing that again this year, uh, but we are going through the catalog of Persona music, and that includes all the Persona games. We are not excluding mm-hmm. any this time. All of them are accounted for and represented. We have made 64 entries. We have a bracket. Uh, so sometime this weekend, I will put that out there. I'll put it out on our Twitter. Put the bracket out there so you can do your own predictions. You can fill out your own bracket and decide on your own, like, what's your favorite uh, song from all of the Persona series? And then mm-hmm. in a few weeks, we will do that episode, and I will we'll basically fill in our official bracket which will be the podcast itself and we'll do that as we record and then we'll see who who has the closest uh prediction which the it's not really you don't have to like make a prediction of like oh you need to get it close to ours which i think is something i didn't clarify last year it's mostly just like hey this is a a thing for fun to to have for you just like you know see which of these uh battles you would think would be the best song out of them and just find what you think would be the best song out of all the persona songs we selected um and i don't know if you mentioned this um if you are part of our patreon then you actually get the uh podcast the bonus podcast of us narrowing down the the songs that's true uh so yeah um, so benefit of um being one of our our buddies is that you you get to hear us Without cur- uh, without uh, censoring, uh, talk about persona music and make the the reasons why we cut certain things. Mm-hmm. So like that, so. like like you said, that is a that is an exclusive episode specifically for patron patrons only. So if you want access to that, uh, you can you can sign up for a Patreon, and you'll be able Yay. to listen to our 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 basically our process of cutting down from like ninety plus songs to sixty four. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a it was a fun little thing that we got to do like a little good behind the scenes thing. It was fun for that episode. So uh, yeah, look. Uh, so like I said, uh, this will that'll either go up the bracket will either go up on Twitter and other places as well on on Saturday when this episode normally goes up, or it'll be like Sunday. It just it'll probably be during that weekend, and uh, yeah, we mm-hmm. will definitely promote it. So so participate and have fun. Yeah, with us. just have fun. Uh, fill out your own bracket. Don't have to like make it so like oh. You know what does Jared now think that uh, would be the correct answer? It's like no, just it's your, it is your answers. It is your, it's you filling out your bracket. You filling out what you you think is is correct. What you like. What criteria you want. And uh, you just coming up with uh, what you think is your favorite or what you think is the best persona song. I'm also interested to see like what other people think. Yes, because uh, we filled out ours. We today. have officially filled out our brackets, and uh, we had one common song between our final four mm-hmm. and uh which makes sense you know we are two different people but uh we had one common song between our final two as well that is true as well we had some similar battles going up through the bracket as well so it's going to be interesting to see like what other what other people think as well so i'm excited to see mm-hmm. uh and then our objective decisions as opposed to our like this is my personal feeling decision mm-hmm. Should be fun. So yeah, like I said, that episode will come at some point in March, obviously. Uh, but until then, you'll be able to fill out your predictions and uh, 
do all that and get hyped for that episode. She'll be a lot of fun. But uh, yes. But as for now, next week we will most likely be doing the Resident Evil Two episode. Um. So look forward we to that. We just have to do the other routes. Yeah. <sighs> How do I get me a cute science boy? The question on everyone's minds. It's true. I don't know. You want a wealthy landowner. <laughs>